Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Look, I'm going to level with you. I have my own things to deal with. After all, we are about to crap a lovely landing. The Orphans, an original cinematic audio drama, is now available. And now, The Orphans Facility, an exciting new prequel series. Catch up with Season 1 with new episodes of Facility coming bi-weekly. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. And, of course, with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. I'm Tony. I'm Boar. I'm Brandon. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of movies and television, folks, because unlike normal summers, this summer, in spite of all the horrible things happening in reality, in spite of our impending global catastrophe, just a, a fart away from crashing down on all of us. We're making some really good pop culture all of a sudden, and the summer movies, they don't suck. So Whoa, I didn't hear about this fart crisis. I mean, it's, it's, People it's, aren't it's, farting it's, it's anymore. ongoing. We just, you know, in, in, in Buddhism, there's the, the idea of being a... Uh, I believe a, you a, mean Buddhism. A witness, a, like witnessing things is just as, as they're happening. And we have to accept that, you know, each one of us, we're, we want the world to be a better place. But the hum, human race, we could be completely destroyed. But right now... We're making some incredible pop culture, so at the very well, least... that's we, why movies are we, so popular. We can right? enjoy yeah, it, much. Yeah. But, they're, but they're not just popular, they're good. They're really good well, right now. Well, not and all usually, the movies. Not all the movies, not all the movies. Have you seen Transformers? I haven't. I haven't either. Neither yeah. has anybody Ma- else. Maybe The Last Night's amazing. Maybe the last. No, well, the last. According to, to all sources, the last night is what's killing the Transformers franchise. So what's, it really is. Is, is the that last the night. Is that the name of the Transformers movie? I don't know anything. You about haven't it. seen the trailer with like they have like. Swords? Why would I watch a Transformers trailer with, with, with Sir Anthony Hopkins? <laughs> because talking of Sir about Anthony how, Hopkins. Oh, the secret of the Transformers is they've been with us all along. <laughs> and they have like swords and knights. I mean, I guess they could pay anybody to talk about Transformers. I mean, he trailer. was back there with King Arthur. He was Excalibot. Oh, that's true. God. That's in the movie. It is really hundred percent. I mean, maybe not 100%. Uh, I don't know if I can confirm that, but... How but are the dinosaurs in the movie? Basically. I'm pretty sure I saw dinosaurs also well, in the, the movie. Well, the dino was in. That was in the... Th- no, I think they're in the new one, too. They might the be dragons one. this time. Who, oh, dragons. God bots. only knows. We don't God know. I mean, honestly, we don't how, know. How did the Allspark bring machines to life when there were no machines? The machines came from space. Oh, of course. In the, yeah, in the future know, past. Because they're aliens. Time and apparently, travel. And apparently, Earth uh. is, is Omicron. Is it really? I don't know what that means. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. 
Oh, well, why doesn't he just wake up and kill everyone? That's that's kind of the point of the movie. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Done. Mean, all right. Here's here's what that means. That means that Earth is a big ass planetary transformer. Oh, uh, voiced by what, so it's kind of like it's it kind of like in World of Warcraft how we learned that Azeroth is actually a Titan. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's exactly that's like okay. that. Hundred <laughs> percent. Optimus Azeroth. This is already such a good episode. Yeah. Oh man, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling so jazzed. I'm not feeling. No, it. he got torn in half in the first Transformers movie. Oh, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> <laughs> you ruined it. Well, now I'm depressed. Hashtag better without Tony. Da 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 da. Cha cha. Well, what's everybody been up to? Let's start with uh, with Tone Zone. Tone Zone has been up to a lot. Like every time I show up, I work constantly. Uh, that sounds super fun. That's not. Tell I me heard more. you don't work at all. What are you talking about? You you, you're heard, never at work. You have heard wrong. You're always sir. at home pretending you're working. Man, if that were the case. <laughs> Uh, but no, we've been making a lot of strides on Lightning Dogs, which has been exciting recently. That's true. Uh, very long strides where, you know, we're we're keeping good pace with the rest of the pack. Oh, yeah. I sh- we should probably mention that, um, I don't know if we mentioned on Nerdy Show, but we're going to be at Megaplex in Orlando, August 4th, 5th, and 6th. And um, we're going to have a panel called Don't Let Your Dreams Be Dreams on uh, do it! August f- 5th at 4 5th. p.m. Where we'll be talking about, uh, you know, basically the whole core value of Nerdy Show, which is if you have a crazy idea, blow it drastically out of proportion and make it real. So I'm guessing that's a convention. Yes. Yes. Okay. I've been arrested for. It trying is to not make a my place dreams. to watch megas. Based yeah. on the context of panel, I, I guessed, but I've well, never you, heard of that particular one. When you have a name like Megaplex. I just, I mean, what that else is sounds it like be? a theater? That's like a Google. No, it Plex. could be. No, and I mean, all it, it sounded to is... me like you were going to a movie theater and just setting up a little panel. Well, have a fair if, point. if you have, if all it needs is the word "regal" in front of it and becomes the Regal Megaplex. Yeah, Megaplex. you have a very good point. My apologies, <laughs> <laughs> guys. I wasn't paying attention. What's a Megaplex? <laughs> well, if you must know, Brandon, it is a furry convention. Okay, where we will be taking what lightning have you been dogs up to, Tony? to the logical conclusion. <laughs> Wait, do you have any outfits? That is not a requirement of being a anthropomorphic animal enthusiast, Brandon. I thought it was to go to a furry convention. No, I, that's just the popular culture stereotype, though is there will be a cer- certainly a lot of it. I'm pretty sure I contests. saw a documentary. I don't know if it's a stereotype. No, they just they just used all of the people in furry con- uh, furry costumes for that documentary. Well, they're the interesting ones. They, they uh, were in to, that case. Well, but. when when you parade, you know, when you parade, like, look how different this is, you know. Well, if you had someone make you all lighting dogs outfits, would you fully like dress up? How could you yes. not? I mean, they were your characters. I mean, you're right. How could we not? Though it feels like maybe that would be counterproductive to uh, to us being able to adequately sell the the concept when everything's kind of muffled, like you know. So <laughs> put a, <laughs> you get a built in. There they have large snouts. Put a megaphone. We'll in just we'll just put one of those things in it, like a like a Mandalorian or Stormtrooper armor. You know. Yeah. All right. So Lightning Dogs is a, uh, uh, a well, it's a, it's a it's an in development animated series. Uh, you would sound like that, but yeah, sure. Well, it, it part of the voice modulation makes you sound like a New Yorker. You would also need a hatch, possibly in the front, in the back, to open up to pee and poop or to have sex. So oh, the other yeah, things that I've been doing, that, the other be things the that I've been doing, <laughs> the yiffing hatch, yif. the yiff hatch, yes. <laughs> Uh, I have been preparing myself. I'm rolling to, my to, eyes. Just want to put out, put that out there. Guys, I, I used to have sex with a giant white stuffed tiger, so I'm no stranger to this. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. Well, that's plush well, Philly, and that's different. Yeah. I mean, now, yeah. Now, How, how's Kimba doing these days? Uh, you know, I actually I skinned him, but we don't talk about that anymore. He was on a prostitute blow-up doll. Also, his, his name was Shiro. Yeah, because he was white. I, of course he was. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> I guess Shiro was a guy, because I keep saying a he, so wow. <laughs> 
News, I, news to me, guys. I, I kind of want to ask for clarification, but I really don't. Anyway, Tony, go, go on. Uh, I have I have been uh, just kind of going around. I've been replaying some old games, been replaying through Uncharted 4 because, god damn it, I love that game and I, I miss things. Uh, have been finally, I, I am one episode away from finishing Dirk Gently. After oh, a six month to, fucking, I need to pick that up again. Uh, it's really it's going to be coming back for season two any like minute. Now. If they ever what? release it in America, yeah. Well, no. I mean, this fall, right? You know, yeah. like that's only a couple months away. Well, season one hasn't still been released in America. What? No, yes, it, ha- it was on BBC, BBC America. America. Was it? Yeah. Yes. I don't have cable. I well, I tried to find out. Uh, it's on Netflix, but only in the European version. Yeah, Netflix. it's on Netflix in Europe, <laughs> but it was on BBC America, which, as it turns out. Airs in America. Why can't they put it on American Netflix? I don't know. Broadcasting rights? Yeah, it's specifically because it was like some sort of a joint effort between BBC America and Netflix. Like they uh, co-funded it. So I think it's just a licensing thing between the two. And IDW Comics, interestingly enough, they were a very important cog in the machine of working out this television deal, it turns out. I didn't realize that. I just thought they were putting out the comics. But it turns out uh, they were in league with the Douglas Adams estate and made all this possible. Yeah, but they always do such weird stuff with television programs. Like Hulu can only have like new episodes for like the first like week or two, and then they like start fading away and just stupid, yeah. stupid crap like that. Netflix can't have anything until the season's completely over and the and new one's almost starting and, and folks but that's, that also goes that for, is why i shell out cash for dvr yeah. i just tried to watch like a series and it had everything but the first episode and i was like what the hell <laughs> that was really annoying i think <laughs> luckily it was the pilot the pilot generally is the weakest episode of any particular season uh but aside from that i've also been getting back into reading isaac asimov i i've been on a on a sci-fi kick Whoa. and wanting to get back into irobot flashback to grade school for me it's such, they're such good books <laughs> Where they made you read Isaac Asimov in grade school? No, I just like to read those. Mm. Same, because I was I was one of I was probably <laughs> and, that, and that's why back to the womb for me. That, that's why we do that's why we do Nerdy Show Book Club when when we do it because because Brandon recreational reading is a foreign language. Guys, who's Isaac Asimov? Isaac Asimov was a science fiction author who pioneered a lot of the things about robotics. Did he make the still... three laws of robotics? He did, actually. Okay. Now. Yeah. Which is why... <laughs> I saw the movie. I'm okay. iRobot with Bruce Willis. Wait. <laughs> sorry, Will Smith. Will I get Smith. them confused. <laughs> but entertainingly enough, that was not the first appearance of the three laws of robotics in a modern film. The first one that I can recall, at least, was Bicentennial Man, starring Robin Williams. Which gets a lot of flack, but I like that movie. It's um, not bad. It just wasn't... I think that was a marketing problem, because it's billed as like, hey, it's Robin Williams being a wacky robot. Oh no, this is a film about the, the eventual death of everybody you know and love, and how <laughs> it is more human to die than it is to live Why forever. Why am I crying? Why is my existential crisis getting worse? <laughs> I mean, it's no one-hour photo, but no. it's, a, it's, I, a, it's a good, serious Robin I Williams believe, film. I believe that there's also a really old um, Outer Limits episode where they have a robot that has something to do with the three laws of robotics and it's like being held on trial and stuff. Brandon, like that. that is a perfect, yes, exactly that because um, uh, Asimov's work was adapted into many different versions of the early television science fiction serials and in fact, eventually, it was, uh, iRobot was adapted by Harlan Ellison to a film that didn't get made in the 1970s. It was deemed too lofty, too, too big, too extreme but he worked with Asimov to um, put it together to put it together and in fact you can uh, there's an I don't know if it's still in publication but in the early 90s they made an illustrated manuscript of Ellison's treatment I only recently uh, saw it the illustrations are incredible 
and I hope to read it someday. I feel like I almost had that book. Well, I mean, wouldn't you know? <laughs> Not really, because I you got almost it a, had it. Well, here's the away. thing: I I got it. This was before the the kind of prevalence of the internet to know exactly what I had found, and it was just something that said iRobot on it that had pretty pictures that I hmm. bought at a book fair when I was living in the boondocks in Virginia. Where's that book now? I have no earthly idea, but Terrible. just based on that very general description, shut up you, based on that very <laughs> general description, it sounds like it could have been. It very. It sounds, what especially, else could it have been? Especially since all of the stuff did kind of stitch together in what could roughly be described as a movie type yeah, this is. I'm learning things about my childhood that I didn't before. This is now, a weird is that, awakening. That book that you described is yes. that is that a book that contributed to you getting a free personal pan pizza from Book It? It did not. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> book It was not a thing. There was no free personal pan pizza. The only personal oh. pan pizzas that I ever did was to get those X Men comics. That's why. That's why I think I read some of those Norby books that uh, <laughs> Isaac Asimov wrote back in the day is because of Book It <laughs> to get free pizza. How did you guys have so much free time back in the day for reading books? I was a child. Yeah, that would be what it's called. It's called having no job, no responsibilities. Shouldn't you be like running around and like shoving knives into electrical sockets and playing video games and lighting things on sometimes fire. it was raining <laughs> <laughs> and i had parents who were like you've played enough video games read a fucking book i, I grew up house. in the north it was cold a lot of the time you sneak out of the back door and they don't know you're gone until they send the cops at you at two in the morning and wonder why you're in the bushes with a group of ducks and a group of cats that are trying to fight each other and you're trying to separate them because they're having a fucking gang war <laughs> but it, that's not important <laughs> <laughs> listen your time with the, cat, the quack pack and the pussy patrol needs to be left in the past. Do we have a show called the quack pack? Uh, well, no, um, I regret to inform you that we, we did, and it was the duck answer to Goof Troop. It lasted a single season, and it was about Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And uh, Daisy, oh, it actually was a show. Daisy got a great 90s mom redesign. <laughs> Primo <laughs> stuff. So that's what Tony's been doing. <laughs> that's what Tony's been up to, yes. <laughs> Rediscovering things about my childhood, enjoying the fuck out of iRobot, and shooting a lot of hoops. people. Oh, shooting a lot of hoops. No, no, I don't. Despite the the lankiness so of my body, I know. I am built for so many sports. I don't. You play. could be the Larry Bird of Nerdy Show. Larry Nerdy Show. I feel like you'd be really what? good. At, you'd be really I'd good be a at nerdy curling. Bird. I think you'd be good at curling. I, I have been given, I've been giving a lot of irons okay. to do just that. <laughs> Boar. Hi. What's Hi, new? <laughs> Oh, man, so much stuff is new. I think last time I mentioned that I was looking for a new house, and I found one. Hooray! And, uh, is it one I, that I you got, can actually buy, I, or did you just find one on the side of the street? I, I got my, an offer accepted. Oh, wow. So, barring any really bad things in the next month or so, I should be a homeowner next month. And another thing that I've been doing is I've been watching uh, The Amazing World of Gumball. I just started watching that. And per your recommendation, uh, Star versus the Forces of Evil, I started that. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, when I've been watching it, uh, I started watching kind of both of them around the same time. And Mm -hmm. Hulu, when I start watching one of them, it alternates episodes back and forth (laughs) for some reason. That is the weirdest fucking continuity. (laughs) It'll play me an episode of Gumball, and then it'll be like... It'll throw in an episode of Star, and then it'll go back to Gumball, and then back to Star. And I'm like, I have no idea why it's doing this, but I kind of like the variety. <laughs> <laughs> How's the remix treating you? <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I, uh, I, I'm not quite as big of a fan of Star yet, but you said it gets darker later. So season I'm kinda, two. I'm kind of hanging on for that. And, and I, I don't mind it right now, but two. it's it's all right. It's not it's grabbing me as fast as Gravity Falls did, because I loved Gravity Falls like immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gumball, I really like. Have you have you 
watch that at all? Not watching Gumball is probably my biggest television regret at the moment because I didn't start when it started and now it's quite big and is ending. So I'm going to get on that because everything I've seen of it is brilliant. The, uh, animation, the animation style is it, like just crazy. Or, or like styles. Yes, yeah, there's so many just mashed into like one show. The, it's the production crazy. on it is, I mean, it is insane. That show, I cannot... It looks so expensive. <laughs> yeah, it does. And it's it's got such this weird like meta thing going on. Like in a later season, there was a an no, unauthorized not spoil stuff for well, me. But no, go not ahead. really. There's an unauthorized because I saw this on Reddit. There's an unauthorized reproduction that was made in like Korea. Okay. Where they just they wholesale ripped it off and did a Korean version, which they then brought into the main Gumball universe. <laughs> <laughs> There is also an episode that features like a straight up Dragon Ball Z. They got in like proper anime directors and animators to do huh. a segment and episode. They've also got this weird like they have to hack into something at one point and they do a true hacking breakdown as to what the little sister had to do to break into this computer system. Uh, <laughs> one of the reasons I started to want to watch it is because there's an upcoming uh puppet episode where they're re- doing most of it with puppets yeah and uh the creators of don't hug me i'm scared are oh my god yeah yeah i i mean and i was like i have to watch this i'm that's really bold of you to be like all right i'm gonna watch the whole i'm gonna show watch now, a whole show just, to get there. just just for one for episode <laughs> but but worth it because i mean I was already really endeared to everything I'd seen and heard about the show, and then that happened. No, and I was it, like, it's a really, it's a really funny show. It's like really lighthearted, and it doesn't have like a really strong story. It's pretty episodic, but mm-hmm. it's it's just overall pretty good. Like like regular show. Uh, yeah, but not it, it's not as crazy as that, I guess. Cool. I've never seen Gumball. Is it that show that looks kind of like seventies animation, and they're all into like food and cooking? What? No, <laughs> I don't know what no. you just described. <laughs> oh, that's that's chowder. Never mind. <laughs> uh, they look the same to me. I mean, yeah, Gumball doesn't look like anything else. It's like got photorealistic backgrounds and these animated characters that are all different styles of animation. Yeah, like some of them are like claymation almost, and some of them are CG, and all, like most of the main characters I are just normal cartoons. Sounds like a lot of work. Well, I think I think the the history of it is that they took the characters from a lot of like canceled Cartoon Network pilots and rolled them <laughs> just all like, into you one know what? show. Keep the same animation yeah, styles heard, that yeah. were used. That's actually really cool. It's and it's maybe like I'll I said, watch it someday. It's extremely meta. And in Star News, I haven't uh, seen it yet, but Tony just informed me that there was a a two hour special that happened this past weekend. So entitled huh. "The Battle for Muni," it's the first episode of the third season that kind of gets into yeah. The premiere came just came out. So yeah, yesterday. I need to watch it. It's Watching actually that it it, the Battle for Muni, I think, is eight parts. Well, from what I that heard. makes the, sense because no, it's, it is. It's it like is, the entire season. Well, no, it is eight parts, but remember they do fifteen minute episodes. Oh well, so it's four. Excellent. It's four segments per. Or it's it's four half hour episodes with two segments apiece. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's the entire Battle for Muni. It is not the entire third season. It's just the first four episodes. Oh nice. They recently did the same thing with Clarence. There was basically a Clarence film, but it was six. <laughs> or eight episodes i forget and it was amazing by the way mm. this is clarence's final season if you haven't checked out clarence it's one of my favorite shows um maybe uh of all time maybe it's really huh. good i tried to watch clarence uh, it didn't grab me either really yeah i don't know like i really loved the pilot that you showed me uh a couple <laughs> well the pilot the pilot is here fucking. <laughs> uh, and i i loved that and the the show just didn't have the same punch for me i don't know maybe i'll try it again later it, it's got different 
vibes. Like some episodes are really different from the other ones, and the slower ones mean more when you've had more time to live with the characters. Yeah. There's there's no mystery pinata moments. <laughs> so I mean there are, just not guaranteed every episode. Mystery. Mystery. <laughs> How about you, Brandon? What have I been doing? I just drank like two and a half pounds of a smoothie that I shouldn't have, so I feel like I'm gonna have diarrhea any minute. <laughs> I mean I feel it. So it's I'm it's coming for on. you. I'm glad that this chair is a dark color, but <laughs> Other than that, re- this week I had to, uh, I wrote a JavaScript program so that stupid spammer bots can't read your email data from like your source code. That's what I've been doing. That's cool. That's so yeah, helpful. it is. Yeah. Now, I how, also, does, um, how does coffee help again? Doesn't. It doesn't? No. Then why is it Java? Anyway, <laughs> JavaScript's different than Java, okay? So is the coffee, Tony, write, is oh, the coffee writing this? Grandpa Jokes brought to you by Tony Baldini. <laughs> anyway. What is this? 1997. I, I just picked this up. This is fantastic. When, than, does it, okay. when does a joke become a dad joke? When the punchline becomes apparent. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, so the other thing I've been doing... Oh, it's so good! <laughs> that is, that is like the king dad joke. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I feel I feel like a bunch of where the animals are trying to burrow their way. There's a wrench on the table that's just perfect for pulling my teeth out, <laughs> and I might take that up as a hobby in a minute. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. <sighs> but a remake, uh, a remake, because that's what is big right now. Uh, Final Fantasy XII just came out, and it's a remastered version. Final Fantasy XII from PS PS2. And nobody likes that game. It's just an MMO without other people. Yeah, it's an amazing game. It came out for PS2. Uh, they just remastered it for PS4 and PS4 Pro. And it is the it's based on the Japanese version that was never released anywhere, which means that aside from Japan, yeah, besides from Japan, which I I know you guys I don't know if any of you have played Final Fantasy twelve. I have. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd actually be interested in taking another crack at it because at some point, probably about well, now is the time. a fourth or a third of the way through the game, I got stuck and didn't have a good save point to go back for because I couldn't beat the boss and there was no mm. enemies to grind oh, on. yeah. And I got totally screwed and I was like, screw this game. I'm not going to play it anymore. I did that and, with Xenosaga years and years ago. Uh, don't well, get me started on Xenosaga I will either. play anything that this team makes. It's the same the same director, I think, or, or writer who did um, the designers and stylists for Final Fantasy Tactics um, and Vagrant Story, which are some of the best things ever. Vagrant Story is amazing and so hard i've never come close to beating it the the director is oh i have his name right here hiroshi uh, minagawa and he made i believe yeah he made tactics and vagrant story and i love the, i always love their writing and I they're always, all they're all in the same word world, world right like uh yeah it's in uh, tactics and vagrant story in or evilise i don't know how you pronounce yeah. it yeah. but it's it's basically i love their their designs and their music it's definitely like very distinct in all of their games so they remade final fantasy 12 with high def graphics and they actually orchestrated the entire soundtrack it was a little bit orchestrated before but they reorchestrated it and you can switch between both versions during the game there's a huge difference in sound quality huh. it's just a lot more lively there's more instruments and it's just like a lot more epic uh they also brought the job class system from the japanese version that was never in the international version so when you pick what job class your character is going to be like that's it for the whole game so you make your all your main characters white mages they're white mages for the entire game sorry Oops. Well, yeah. you can't beat anybody, but nobody can kill you. But oh, the best the, uh, part... The 8-bit yeah. theater special. Yeah, but <laughs> the best part of the game is that they also made a fast-forward button. <laughs> I've played the game so many times, it's like they you can basically you just press this button, and it'll quadruple the speed. 
So you could just like grind or fight that secret like 25 hour boss. I think it was 60 hours actually and reduce it to like 15 hours. Oh, yeah. So I was going to really say cool. Xenosaga should have had that feature <laughs> and then you could have got through the intro in only like three or four hours. As opposed to the seven that it took to finish the opening <laughs> yeah. cinematic. There's new features, new modes, all that. I won't get it too depth into it, but that's just what I've been doing for the past day, and that's it. Cool. So. Well, uh, Splatoon 2 is coming out very soon. They recently had their first Splatfest, and it was uh-huh. you basically download a uh, little little demo thing, and then you can play the game. None of your stats carry over, but Splatfest is an event from the original game where you choose a side. You choose between two arbitrary things, like dogs and cats, and then compete to gain points and, and all that Raise prove your that your side is is the better side. Yeah. In addition to you know having sort of a, a big event that everyone in the Splatoon community comes together and wages war over. Mm-hmm. And because Splatoon, this is, I mean, are you are you listener out there? Have you heard of Splatoon? Should I explain what Splatoon is? It's a relatively new property from Nintendo where you play yes, a, a squid child who you you're, you, you're you, a kid. You shoot you're a squid, and you, you're you, a kid. You turn to you're a squid. squid. And you can swim through the ink, and it's great. It's like it's the best multiplayer on a Nintendo system since Goldeneye. Boom. So, uh, Splatoon 2 is for the Switch, and it's basically more of the same. It looks like it's going to have cool, like, deeper gameplay in, in really small, nuanced ways while remaining balanced because they want Splatoon to be a competitive gaming, like, thing for, you know, gaming tournaments, mm-hmm. as it should be. And the Splatfest was great. Um, it was ice cream versus cake. I'm all about that cake, and unfortunately, we did not win. No, because ice cream's better. Fuck you. I'm gonna agree You're a with piece of t- shit. I'm gonna agree with Tony and also be a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Brandon, where do you stand? Hey, you Ice guys, cream or cake? Have you guys ever searched for Splatfest, not safe for work? Oh god <laughs> damn it. <laughs> or going to any porn site and type Splatfest. Yes, Sometimes you do find Splatoon a, related they stuff. Well, sausage? Of Splatoon. I prefer sausage or marshmallow. They're both good together. So <laughs> I don't really know which one to choose. That was the cookout theme for for Splatfest. Um they changed the mascots for Splatoon this time around. It was previously Callie and Mari, two squid mm-hmm. girls who are like idols and also newscasters. And now they're Pearl and Marina. And Marina is, looks like an Octoling, which is the villain race mm-hmm. type from the previous game. I don't know what's happened in that world that's changed that up, but she's got a cool design. And then also, the, uh, and Pearl is, is an inkling, and she looks like Yolandi from Deantward. But Yolandi. a squid girl. Yolandi motherfucker. Uh, and she acts like her too, kind of. And they're both pretty dope. They have they have taken the internet by storm. I've seen a lot of fan art of these two coming along. Uh, what was it? Melandi? You said it was... Y- y- Yolandi from Dantward, yeah. No, I'm sorry. What Pearl. Was the, per, no, not Pearl. <laughs> but the, the other the, one. The Octoling. Oh, Marina. Marina. Marina people just love... They they love the fact that it's a... And this is more just because I see a lot of the shit on Tumblr. They love the fact that it's a, it's a squid of color that it's you know she's got this really aren't they kind of all design. a squid of color yeah don't they They're like different colors this one has <laughs> like, like this green and this no her, her, this has her brown f- skin. her skin tone and not her her Wait, are they all white tone. when they're not squids? Yes. Oh, weird. Well, that's racist. No, there you can choose any skin tone you want on your inkling. Oh, okay. But this one is now a, a branded person of color, people like that. Uh and just she's got a really cool design. Pearl people have been drawing as Darla Dimple from Cats Don't Dance. What? I don't know what either of those are, That's but I'll knock it. Yeah. Strange. I have seen too many, and it's it's a weird, it's a weirdly good fit because she's a short little inkling, and entertainment. I laugh. I laughed a lot. One of the one of the things about Splatoon is that there's like it's really uh, deep into like 
modern graffiti culture in a lot of ways, and mm-hmm. then you can draw your own pictures in in the game and so i can use my latin kings tag online too now yes you can sweet though it may be you know it may be censored i don't know if they're gonna if they're aware of real world game you don't censor the latin kings um (laughs) but when splatfest happened it really it really gets involved and there's just been some absolutely like mind-blowing incredible art that was coming out of it including my favorite and unfortunately for you know not for not for my team um but there was an ice cream of the crop a uh, little piece of graffiti that was like, as in Macho Man Randy Savage's cream of the crop m- famous monologue oh, where God. someone dared him. You can't, I bet you can't do a monologue about anything. <laughs> and and it's, he, had, he had to work coffee creamers from the craft service table into his like WrestleMania challenge video. And <laughs> it was, if you haven't seen it, YouTube that shit, watch it. It's so fucking hilarious. That man <laughs> God Genius. was a jokester. <laughs> Uh, he's pulling fucking coffee creamers out of nowhere like (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing um and then also i finished the season of agents of shield i had sort of an interruption in my schedule i got too busy and i didn't finish it this last season was incredible it was kind of like three seasons at once there was it started with ghost rider Mm -hmm. and that was great and there was this sort of in-between season called lmd as in life model decoy as in like androids that look like people and that was just sort of a glue, like a glue season to bridge the two parts because the actual second season was Agents of Hydra where the characters get stuck in this massive simulation of a world where uh, Hydra actually like used tragedy, an American tragedy to take over America and the Age of Heroes never began. And it's incredible. Does that sound familiar to you? Does that bit. sound a lot like the current event in um, Marvel Comics right now? Oh, I thought you meant in our world. Secret Empire? Well, also, well, here, <laughs> that's I true. Even in reality. I mean, a little y- bit. Uh, yes, it's all true. It's it, like reality and Secret Empire in comics. Well, guess what? See, we've talked about Secret Empire. That's where Captain America's a Hydra agent. Like, that's come mm-hmm. up before in conversation here on the show. This Shield season is better than what's happening in the comics right now. Like, by a lot. And <laughs> has some very pointed commentary, uh, very specific commentary on the state of affairs in this world, um, in this country. And so it was, it's 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 good pop culture entertainment, is what you're telling me. It is. Agents of Shield has hit its stride officially. This season was great. I hear that House of Cards also is not relevant right now because our reality has surpassed it. So yeah, it's, it's <laughs> kind of like it's, it's weirder. Like, it can't. You can't. If you watch the show, you're like, I've seen worse now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like The Onion, where The Onion has been struggling just because because it's like half the stories they report. It's like, no, we've worse no, this, just happened. Our our, our headline. <laughs> The the son of our president just tweeted out his his <laughs> his his emails with with Russian lawyers. No so yeah, exactly. How? <laughs> so anyway, so so yeah. you need a sci fi show. Shoot me, I'll yeah. shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> you need a sci fi show to actually give you something that's like I guess to surpass House of Cards. Maybe maybe I don't know. Anyway, House of Hydras. That took us a long time to get through all the stuff we've been doing. I guess we've been having a lot of fun. Yeah, mm. cool. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's talk about, since we're talking about Marvel, let's talk about Spider-Man Homecoming then. Oh my god. I love that movie. It's okay. I think uh, the third Spider-Man was better. The one with Venom. (laughs) That dance scene? Man, I was like, he made his hair all emo and he starts dancing. I'm like, I hated Spider-Man, but this scene fucking sealed it for me. (laughs) I only want this Spider-Man from now on. And then they bring back this shit. They try to make make a good movie. Cap, we need to to fire Brandon. We need to fire Brandon. That's it. How dare they make a good Spider-Man movie? Has it ever happened? (laughs) It it has, but not to this level. This is is the the quintessential Peter Parker. It is 
it's great that they went back to his actual first villain and Michael Keaton <laughs> the is, shocker the the vulture oh dude. sorry you know the, the bird guy with the wings Two in the and the pink, Michael Keaton one in the stink <laughs> My, you know against all odds this is the best spider movie there's ever been I was you know skeptical I thought oh it'll be fun mm-hmm. but you know the, the, there's sort of, there's a samey quality to Marvel films when left unchecked and this was I mean this movie was was incredible it didn't have any like global catastrophe it was no, just you didn't have scale. to watch his uh, uncle Origin or whatever story. die again I've seen that a million yeah, times yeah you know when they you didn't you didn't see them go see Zaro and the pearls fall in slow motion there was none of that <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> <laughs> Boy, uh, you're, the, you're the only one who hasn't seen the movie right yeah I have no so. idea what's going on so well, we're, there, there's a kid who Ask gets questions. bit by a radioactive spider, and we, then but we he don't swings even see that. New York. See, see, that's the thing is I don't really have questions because I've seen so many Spider-Man movies. That do you want to know why it's called know, Homecoming? Wanna, is it good? Yes, I'm sold. Okay, it's I'll go watch it. It's extremely good. <laughs> and and it's it is it, even, even so. Does he shoot webs? He does, as it turns out. Actually, it, the twist is did there's they no go webs by, in the movie at all. Did they go by... Really? It's all talking points, yeah. Did, did they go biological or... No, he's got web Canisters. Okay. Canisters. Canisters. Okay. And he even... He switches them out during the course of the movie. Okay. Like, they actually... They tie that in. It's great. This this is such an authentic Peter Parker. Like, he's... He's smart. He's Peter Parker. He struggles. Like, you know, he's not he's not popular, you know? Not, and this is, this is something that I actually read in a Cracked article of all places. Uh, one of the reasons that this this particular Spider-Man movie works so well that even, I mean, the Amazing Spider-Man films with Andrew Garfield and even to an extent the Sam Raimi's trilogy didn't really hit. When you're watching a Spider-Man movie, you have to not want to be Peter Parker. Yeah, I kind of want to be Peter Parker. But you don't. He's because, fit, yo. Yeah, he's fit, but he's still, he is an absolute loser. He is bullied. He is... His life sucks. Do you think his semen, like, shoots out like webs, too? Oh, God. Sorry. That's Wanker Man. That's a different... That's <laughs> it a different really hero. is. It's a different hero entirely. But you you get why he would want to escape into being Spider-Man. And he loves being Spider-Man. They, they nail that. They nail the feeling that Peter Parker's life is terrible. Spider-Man's life is also terrible, but he's a superhero, so it's okay. And he is always. I just like how dorky and, this this always in is. over his head. Oh yeah, he's a big. Like dork. How, he's like really nice and super polite, but like just really dorky. Yeah, and this movie validates the cinematic universe like never before. This movie is is kind of at the same level as um, the Netflix shows in a yeah. lot of ways, where because it's street level. It, it's it's in it's in that world. It's connected like intrinsically to you know like all the scenes with Tony Stark and that mm-hmm. relationship and. And the the world that he lives in is so affected by the things we've seen happen in other films, but it's still it's its own. It lives in its own space. It all the problems are grounded and personal, and don't get caught up in just a bunch of dumb explosions. And it's entertaining that they acknowledge the fact that they've got a really young Aunt May, <laughs> like constantly. Well, sure, Marissa Tomei. Yep, Marissa To Aunt May. But uh, uh, Michael Keaton was. I'm glad to see his return to being a badass because I like him in most of his movies. Well, ex- especially went, Multiplicity. Don't even get me started. How good that movie is. He but went from bird. She touched my peppy, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Snowman one, right? Yeah, yeah Jack, Jack Frost. Frost. Yeah, <laughs> not the one where he's a snowman that murders people. Yeah, Multiplicity was a great one because he has that scene where he's like, "You want to see crazy? I'll get crazy." <laughs> it's a great scene. <laughs> I think it's one of the lesser clones that is mentally unstable. Three guys and a guy pizza delivery. But 
Ah, uh, yeah, no, Michael Keaton did a fantastic job. Yeah, I think he, went the movie, from Bird, he went from Birdman to Mechanical Birdman. I think the movie feel, fell a little short, kind of near the climax, and I won't go into that, but other than that, the movie, for the most part, was really good. I'll, they had a really good supporting cast. Uh, Mary Jane was fantastic. MJ. MJ, I'm sorry. MJ, MJ her... was fantastic. Also, uh, the the news anchor team. <laughs> I don't know where they found them, but brilliant. Well, the the entire film is full of nods and winks and yeah, yeah like like the, H- the hannibal burrs the, hannibal burrs is the gym coach but the um one of the news anchors is uh, betty, brant. betty brant from like she's she's a mainstay spider-man supporting character uh donald Glo- uh don glover's character is <laughs> miles morales <laughs> uncle is yeah is the is the ultimate universe is the ultimate universe's prowler Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that, or that you know that person who could at some point maybe no, and he, become that character. As they were looking up his rap sheet, he did have the alias as the Prowler in the movie. I didn't even notice that. I also don't know who the Prowler is, so that's fine. <laughs> well, he's somebody who goes outside of people's houses at night. I mean, I do that. Am I a Prowler? Yes. All right. That cool. is that is the definition. <laughs> I'm of the that Prowler word. too, guys. Woo. <laughs> if you have a nephew named Miles, he's in for. I a can rough make bed. one. How does, one, how does one make a nephew? <laughs> uh, Wait for a sister to help you out. <laughs> I've got ice packs and some biological material in my bathroom. I'll get to work. <laughs> I don't want to. Ex- I, I really don't want to explain it to him. No, no, I'm just gonna let that go. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna capture some birds, capture some bees. We're gonna make this magic happen. <laughs> There's I mean, it, there the well of Easter eggs in this film runs very deep. Oh yeah, including. Something that that ties this film to Sp- Star Trek for the Voyage Home. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember, but okay. Huh? Were, were there some nuclear vessels? Well, there's in in the Voyage Home. There's a there's a punk who's listening to a radio in a scene, and they brought that actor, who was like a friend of some like one of the producers, into a scene in this film. Where he's listening to like a boombox with the same music and something about. How did you notice that? I didn't. I I Star Trek dot com posted an article. <laughs> That's insane. And, and someone added it to the show notes, and I don't know who it was because you're all acting like you've never heard this before. I didn't put this in here. Who I put did, this note in I here? Blame I blame John West. I I I yeah. It's probably, None of us did. It's probably John. That's really cool. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to participate in the show, but I'll just keep adding data for them to talk about. Like, Thank you. <laughs> this is the first time this so. happened. That's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like secretly I was adding like, no, this is, I was the prowler has snuck into our <laughs> yeah. Slack channel. I was talking and making eye contact with everybody, trying to be like, and who's going to pick this up? I didn't make specific notes on this. I'm just going from memory. <laughs> <laughs> None of us. You got it. And, right. it, and it, keep, uh, it kept not connecting. You're just like, come on, come on. <laughs> like, we don't know. You're like, you're like Peter Parker when he's in the suburbs <laughs> trying to shoot a web. There's just nothing to connect to. How peculiar. <laughs> so don't wait on Spider-Man Homecoming. It's fantastic. See it in the, the finest theater you can get your buns to. And, and the name is pretty pretty literal. Yeah. I mean, it's, well, a, it's, it's his homecoming. It's also because school. it's Done. also because now Spider-Man has come into the MCU. He's come home. No, I don't consider it that, no. You can not <laughs> consider it that. That's, that's a fact, Brandon. I mean, this could happen. I mean, he's probably going to be ruined because Sony still has their hands on it and they're going to be like, we got uh, him for make, another. We got. They for made so much movies. money. Let's make another movie that's horrible now. What you already told me. Well, Sony is actually is actively attempting to make films that don't have Spider Man in them that are not set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, such as Venom, uh, Black Cat, and Silver Sable of all things. I know I want a Black Cat movie. Though 
Standalone. Apparently, there was a there was a press conference. Couldn't be any worse than Catwoman, right? You know, oh, Halle Berry. God, That's even, one of the best movies of all don't time. Don't tempt the fates, Cap. <laughs> but no, there was a a press interview with the head of Sony, the head of Sony's motion pictures, and Kevin Feige, where she sits there. She sat there and said that Venom and Black Cat were going to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and you just watch Kevin Feige's face be like, "What the fuck is this bitch saying?" <laughs> Wow. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so there's going to be a falling out soon, we predict, well, between Sony and Marvel again. Here's the thing, again. though, is that the lawyers will take care of this, because now that Spider-Man is officially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe... Does that mean the X-Men they, can be There's in some... Pro- no, that's Fox. Um, oh. There's some protections that have to be in place for them to be able to protect their asset. Mm-hmm. So, Like good writers. They need those. Well, Marvel will always, you know, lean on that. But, I, I mean... The worst that happens is we don't get another standalone film and Spider-Man exists in the background of his movies if some shit really starts. Like the Hulk. Like the Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. But then uh, they've already said that obviously Spider-Man is going to show up in the Avengers films that are coming out and Spider-Man, the next Spider-Man movie is going to, and it's already, it's been confirmed, Spider-Man 2 is, is coming and that's going to kick off the next story arc for the Marvel Cinematic Universe kick off you say i thought it was yes. already planned out oh you mean after thanos after thanos wait i'm gonna be like 80 by then no you're gonna be how it's two years from now brandon oh, i'm gonna be 80 by then <laughs> how do you think i have a young works? voice for an old man a lot how, like the how? birds and the bees <laughs> that you there's he's, a math 70, he's 78 right now what don't you understand <laughs> about math <laughs> a lot apparently you know, by the way, that Halle Berry uh, Catwoman movie is one of the best movies of all time. There's this great Shut line. Your whore There's mouth. this great line in it where she's like, "You know what happens to a toad that's struck by lightning? <laughs> the same thing as everything else." And you're like, "Brilliant! I love Catwoman. Brilliant! <laughs> Absolutely brilliant!" Was that before or after she takes out the the evil uh, cosmetics company bent on world domination? I, probably during it, the same time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got to Bor- th- go watch Spider Man Homecoming. Okay, thank you. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to take this moment to thank the awesome people who make this program and all the shows on the Nerdy Show Network possible. We are entirely listener supported. You can find out more information at nerdyshow.com slash support, where you will get links to our Patreon, where you can shop through us via Amazon, how you can give us a one-time donation, how you can rate and review us on iTunes and Podchaser. And as such, let's talk about Patreon first and foremost, because that is the way, that is the portal by which people give us uh, the most security. And in, in, if you love Nerdy Show, if you love this program and give to us on Patreon, then you are investing in our continued existence and prosperity. And as I mentioned in the last episode uh, that we did in this style, we had uh, so some big summer fallout because uh, summertime means uh, all that money's you know getting put into the meat grinder and turned into air conditioning. <laughs> That's how that metaphor. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. For works, right? That's the old, yeah, the, the old wives' tale. As it turns out, steaks are behind air conditioning. My air conditioning is actually powered by a meat grinder. Cool. And anyway, so we got it. We have some shout outs to some awesome people who have joined up with us, who I, I assume heard my call last episode and said, you know what? I can give at least a dollar. That's only $12 a year. And I listen to your shows and they're generally free. So I will of my own free will say, I will invest in this. This is a good idea. I don't want you guys to crash and burn. <laughs> exactly what they said. And just in that style as well. So thank you. With that inflection, yeah. Jason Ellis. John Bear. Charles Kubasek. Mike Harville. Thanks, buddy. And Stephen Vowles. Vowles. He's got A-E-I-O-U and even sometimes Y. There's no A in there. I'm sure he's never, ever heard that before. It's okay. I get Baldwini all the time, thanks to my last name. It's your, all right. Your weenie is bald? As it turns out. It doesn't have very, a little lion's mane like mine? Why does yours have a lion's mane, <laughs> Why Brandon? is yours a baldweenie? <laughs> why does yours have a lion's mane? Why does your, I thought that's normal. No. That's why mine's a lion. It goes... <laughs> it also shouldn't make noise, Brandon. Oh. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> Uh, so if you shop via our links at nerdyshow.com slash Amazon, anything you buy will give back to the Nerdy Show Network, whether you're shopping in the Canadian store, the United Kingdom store, or the United States store. Hey, whatever. And sometimes people write in and tell us the stuff they bought. In fact, Nathaniel Craft, a.k.a. Crafty Bastard, did just that back in March, but I was traveling and I totally missed his email. Here's what he said. He said, I buy things from Amazon all the time, but I usually buy through Amazon Smile to support my local PTO organization. Well, I finally said, to hell with those guys. I've given them enough. <laughs> and That's right. Pick your charities wisely. <laughs> we are. I mean, we're, you know, we're charity of a kind. Uh, and started buying some items through your Amazon link. Recent purchases include three comic trades, Moon Knight, Old Man Logan, and Batman Volume 8. All great choices. A twin draft guard extreme to block the cold air from coming in under my back door, <laughs> which is a, a euphemism. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, I think he's actually talking about a door this time. <laughs> a couple of girls' winter coats, and I think two special cleaning items for my record collection. There might be some others I'm not accounting for. I kind of have an Amazon addiction. I'll continue to use your link going forward. Thank you so much. Nathaniel you crafty Kraft. bastard. You and crafty, I think the more you buy from Amazon, bastard. it also keeps me in business now, technically. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you. All of us, really. Yeah. Uh, we also have one from Garrier, I believe. Hey, I have that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey! They write, I hope you guys have been getting kickbacks from my cosplay supply runs to Amazon. I go through the link, but it would be nice if there was a way for Amazon to confirm. If you've been seeing orders ranging from makeup to fabric paint to magnets with random bursts of rub and buff... I don't know what that is, but... Also a euphemism. So, sounds like lube. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely a euphemism. That, that's lube, I think. Uh, odd footwear and medical adhesives, I'm probably at least some of those. Uh, <laughs> I just can't imagine a bunch of people. If I can support the network while working on my hobby. Uh, that's a weird way to end this, but thank you, uh, Garrier. 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 you never heard his name? He's like all... Okay. <laughs> no, Gary's just been Gary, mentioned a million times all day, every day. That's Gary, not how this is spelled on my sheet. It's Gary, Garrier, and Gary Garrier. Okay, sure. <laughs> I don't English good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not really English tech. I mean, well, anyway. Now, if you support us on Patreon, 
that means at $10 or more, you're able to get a shout-out once a month, whatever you want. And in Jeffrey McSorley's case, he decided we should set up a reoccurring one, and it's promotion for stuff that we also do. So let it rip, Tony. Absolutely. In classic Carnival Barker style. Oh, boy. Oh, no. <laughs> do you have old shirts? Shirts that are nerdy but have holes in them or are simply too stretched out from wearing them over and over for the last one, two, maybe even five years? Hot dog, I sure do. Well, boy, I've got a... I, boy, howdy, do I have a suggestion for you. Toss out your old crummy clothes and donate to a thrift store and replace them with genuine nerdy show t-shirts. Yes, you heard me right. You, too, can replace your faded Mario or Game of Thrones tees with the likes of your favorite nerdy show network shows. Show support for Nerdy Show to your friends, or just get a Picathor and astound all around you with its magnificent glory. And don't forget, they even come in kids' sizes. Yes, even the Friday Night Fan Fiction ones. So go ahead, eliminate the ragged shirts of yesteryear, and replace your wardrobe with all the shirts that Nerdy Show has to offer. Just follow the links at WHTP colon slash slash nerdyshow.com slash nerdyso slash period. I don't think anyone's... Nerdy, go to nerdyshow.com slash shirts for shirts and uh, <laughs> and go to nerdyshow.com slash store uh, to see the rest of our wares, including our Ghostbusters role-playing gear and the Lightning Dogs sketchbook, a 36-page collection of art from myself, Tony, Local Shop, and Maxicree detailing all of our favorite concept art for our in-development animated series so far. Yeah, it doesn't say any of that on my page. I did like I how know. you screwed up the URL like immediately. <laughs> what HTT? <laughs> like what? What? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Hey, these things happen sometimes. Oh. We're doing it live, man. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, if you can't contribute to us financially, though, I'm sure you, you come on. I know you're shopping through Amazon. Go to nerdyshow.com/slash/amazon. You can ding us. Um, you can rate and review us on iTunes, which is the best way for people to, well, for strangers to discover us. You can tell your friends, of course. And then also, there's a new platform for podcast discovery called Podchaser, and it is in beta right now. We have keys, so you can get in on that beta, Nerdy and Nerdy Show, with a ton more information at nerdyshow.com slash podchaser. And there... Well, some kind folks have been leaving reviews, though I got to say, folks, we need more ratings and reviews. We were in the top five before, and we're in number 10 of the top podcasts there now. We've got we to gotta keep our lead. Come on. This is the future, and we want to be there in the future right ahead of Planet Money and uh, all and all those other NPR shows that it's like cereal and things that things that people on the street you could mention and know. Like, we wait, want, wait, don't tell me. Yeah. We want to be above those. Against all odds. Infowars. So, so keep them coming, because we were there for... Shut up. <laughs> we were there for a hot minute, so come, come on. on. Uh, we got. We have a recent review for Brandon to read from... Uh, go for God. Go, wow. G-A-W-D. It's like, go for God. Okay. <laughs> he writes... Oh, many lines. I'm in, it, I'm in it for this one. You, you picked the person who doesn't like to read to read the most. Let's do it. <clears throat> a discussion of just about anything nerdy among a group of friends. Topics including, but not limited to... Video games, movies, books, science, comics, and D&D. A variety of viewpoints with great chemistry between the hosts will have you laughing out loud in public, may have happened to me and resulted in some odd stares for the general public. This is my primary source of keeping up with all things nerdy. P.S. The show also supports a whole cavalcade of great podcasts, including Wicked Anime, Dungeons and Doritos, State of the Empire, and a special shout out to the audio dramas Liberty and the Orphans. And bonus points for using cavalcade. Not enough people use that word. Good word. Cavalcade. Good it word. really is. Is that a person who's on a horse with a spear? Yes. Got it. That's yeah. a cavalry. <laughs> One's just smaller. Yes, the but cavalcade when, they clear, is a smaller when a cavalry one. clears a barricade, it becomes a cavalcade. Yeah, see? 
Thank you, Tony. I got your back. Uh, I don't think that's right, but I don't know if enough about cavalcades to <laughs> dispute it. <laughs> hey, Boar. Hi. You're all about that Dark Matter show. Yeah, I don't think I've brought that up, but uh, the new season of Dark Matter has been amazing. And I, I know that you've you've watched it in the past, right, Brandon? I have been watching it right now. Oh, so you're getting caught up. Yeah, I'm getting caught up. I'm, how how I'm far have ups- you gotten? I, I'm a little upset. There's only going to be like three people left in the crew soon. Well, don't spoil it. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. Spoilers. They'll just lose the numbers by the episode. But uh, yeah, find them again. It's, math works that way, right? I know I've talked about uh, previous seasons like a long time ago, but Dark Matter is right now my favorite sci-fi show that's being released. So if you haven't ever checked it out, I highly recommend checking out Dark Matter. It airs on Sci-Fi, I believe, on Fridays, and uh, it's it's just a fantastic sci-fi show. Uh, just a rundown of the basic premise. It's a group of we learn slightly later that they're they're they were criminals and they went into a deep freeze sleep they're not just criminals they're like the galaxies the like worst, worst criminals. criminals and they uh, lost all their memories. and they lost all of their memories and they're sort of like having a self-discovery and there's a lot of uh like are you the same person if you don't have all your memories and there's a lot of really cool themes and and things going on that aren't normal for a a sci-fi show and they're not Um, afraid to take risks risks that upset me but still risks yeah and there's uh (laughs) it's a lot of the same writers and some actors are crossovers from uh stargate so if you're any show that's canadian based at all (laughs) you may see they only have 10 actors pretty much in all their sci-fi shows yeah um but that one's really 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 great and uh one of the other things i wanted to bring up is there's another show that airs around the same time as dark matter called killjoys Mm -hmm. and they came out at the exact same time and i started watching killjoys when it first came out and i kind of lost interest because i was so into dark matter i just focused all my attention on that but lately i've been like i need more sci-fi in my life i'm gonna go back and watch all of killjoys and i have been thoroughly enjoying it it is it's really close to being as good as dark matter like the it's a really cool show it's it's about these basically a group of bounty hunters in space there's like three of them they have like this ai controlled ship that's amazing and they go on all these crazy adventures there's like a a mega corporation that runs most of the solar system that sounds very similar to dark (laughs) you're describing dark matter but there's not competing ones there's like one conglomerate and then there's like a neutral police organization uh, that mm-hmm. they work for called the Killjoys, but they're they're more like bounty hunters than than police. But they have like authority. If if a Killjoys in the area, they have a warrant that it supersedes anything that the corporation or anything else. Uh, I get can the do name and, now. They're a bunch of buzzkills. Kind of having yeah. a party, and they're like, oh, the Killjoys are here. Great. Kind kind of yeah. Um, <laughs> but it, it's a really really great show. Uh, it it picks up like see when it gets to season two, like it's it's really really amazing. So I highly recommend Killjoys. And the new season of Dark Matter, like watch them both if you like sci-fi. I will have to get into those because that sounds the Killjoys actually sounds kind of like a Canadian version of Outlaw Star. I love Outlaw Star. I wasn't going to mention it a little bit ish. Yeah. Well, you know, it's got a lot of that Canada in there. It's you, you substitute magic and whatnot for maple syrup, and you're off <laughs> and running. Wait, does Outlaw Star have? Oh yeah, it no. kind of reminds me. <laughs> I was like, there's no Canadians. It kind of reminds me of Cowboy Bebop a little bit too, because it's a three person crew. They're bounty hunters. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> you mentioned though an AI controlled ship. Yeah, uh-huh. everyone seems to have an AI controlled ship in a sci-fi show now. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's and it's really interesting because the the ship has a crush on one of the crew members, and like it. 
I don't want to think about a ship crushing somebody. Wait, which show are we talking about now? Dark Matter or Killjoy? Killjoy. No, but but okay. every now and then they'll be like, hey, ship, do this or that. And and it won't listen to some of the crew members as well as it listens to one of them. <laughs> like, it's it's really, it's it's funny. I, I love the show quite a bit. Awesome. So, Killjoys and Dark Matter. If you haven't checked them out, check them out on Sci-Fi. Cool. And Brandon and I just saw War for the Planet of the Apes. Is that that, that's a movie. <laughs> I wrote I wrote down Planet Apes Guerrilla Warfare <laughs> because I forgot the title immediately. <laughs> I did this thing again where like I went into a movie that I didn't want to go see, so I just started writing notes in the dark. And instead of oh god, you, let me have those, this. Yeah, I was gonna say if you want for because you haven't seen the yes, movie. Yes, please give give me the notebook. I don't know if they're legible this time. Okay, there's two pages. Mm-hmm. What, what have we, we got? got? Continue to talk about <laughs> it. Okay, I'll, I'll peruse the notes. Okay, let me start by saying. I think that the Apes trilogy so far is one of the most important modern film franchises. It has defied all logic in its successes, both financially and artistically. And I, I love them. These movies, they, they make me cry. They make, they make me, they show me things I've never seen before. Okay, James Franco still ruins the first one for me because well, he can't act. But you're, yeah, but John Lithgow saves it. He yeah, ma- he but makes jo- up here's, for it. here's the problem: if you have a really good actor paired with a really terrible actor, and then the same scene, it ruins the scene for me. You have John Lithgow like with this whole um, Alzheimer's, was, yeah, Alzheimer's thing. I might have that. And then you have James Franco trying to come to terms with this, and he's like looking sad, but he's not crying. He's not anything, and he's just like, oh. and he's just like, you're a shitty actor. And John Lithgow's great. Who put you two together? Don't be in any more movies. I hate this movie. I'm just going to interject with uh, a few notes that uh, I've been reading here. Uh, <laughs> Please, it do. starts off with Rise, Dawn, War. <laughs> paragraphs <laughs> so all, you had to read in the beginning of the movie it was weird oh okay uh apes helping kill apes uh black guy from dark matter yeah <laughs> the guy who played six was in it in okay that's, yeah that's pretty awesome not a fan of apes or humans only okay. some Those are just run speak <laughs> <laughs> only some can speak yeah oh just taking you're notes. yeah it looks like run but i can't uh, write well in the I'm just, dark yeah it's in the dark so just, who knows uh, it's, it's that matter in the dark you know what? i'm not going to correct him you just read them. winter gross apes everywhere you <laughs> <laughs> everywhere won't they ironically evolve into humans <laughs> i mean i know apes didn't yeah but anyway i thought how do all apes see sign language incriminations <laughs> i don't know what that word is conversations <laughs> in conversations okay that that was okay continue talking about it All i'll right, come so, back with some more notes so here's the, th- the, the this the film the the first film it was beholden to I mean, it was a, it was a risk, right? They're like, all right, so prequels are popular. Let's let's what what do we got? What's a franchise we got that we ain't doing anything with? Oh, Planet of the Apes. Okay, let's try that out. And they did. And against all odds, it was great. There's an old old episode of Nerdy Show when that film came out, and we all saw it. Mm-hmm. And and our, our minds were blown. The the episode's called "Shut Up and Take My Monkey," and <laughs> it, it it just still a good title. It was phenomenal. Like. We were we were just all floored by it. As the the emotion, the quality. None of us could have seen a prequel to Planet of the Apes being a good idea. Oh my god, I was still in college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was gonna say who's who like wanted this. Like who woke up one day and said, you know what, I demand a reboot of the Planet well, of the Apes Andy movies. Serkis. Yeah, but like what who demand what demographic demanded well, no, it? In well, society? nobody. That's the thing. Yeah. That, it was it's it's why it's such a surprise. And so. Mm. 
from there, like the creators went on to the to the next one and the next one, and it basically they all it, each film successively evolves. The more they pull away from humanity, the more the story itself becomes human because the apes are a perfect um, mirror to ourselves and our own plights as you know sentient beings, and the the struggles that they go through are so artfully done. You're seeing things in these movies. You're seeing. Uh, warfare and loss and and hardship in a way that they don't you don't get to show this here's in, the thing. in major motion pictures with humans i never watched the second movie because like i said james franco made me not give a shit and then i saw this one because you're like hey come on let's go see this one so i skipped the second one and this movie i went into it thinking oh it's just going to be a bunch of cg apes like flying planes and shooting guns and doing stupid things with nets i don't care but it's actually pretty well thought out and there are just long most of the scene is not of the movie is not action at all it's just really good well thought out scenes and yet you had a lot of questions i I always have questions like why vin diesel not cast (laughs) (laughs) he's the master of grunts how do you see the sign language when you're not looking (laughs) valid questions and why feel no shame when naked (laughs) i mean if they're so smart they should know they're naked yeah they're so smart they realize i don't mean shit shame they know shame, right? They should. They're not human unless they know shame. They're not human. That's important. No, they're, they're not Christian unless they, they know shame. They have, they have all the, the realness of us without, I mean, while like, you know, learning things like betrayal and, and all that, like coming to terms with the, the, the raw nature of humanity. I'm sorry that I'm talking to these, but this movie, these movies are great. These are like, these are the fucking, I know this is, this is going to like be practically fucking disrespectful. But these are like the Kurosawa films of this moment <laughs> in time. I do want to say that this movie was really good though. It, it was good. It's a vengeance quest. It's a prison break. It's, if you have to see one eight based movie this year, probably this versus King Kong. Cause I only thought I was going to see one and I was done for the decade, but apparently <laughs> I had to see this one too. But I really, I really enjoyed it, despite that apes are filthy and disgusting, and they probably smell bad when they get wet, and they should probably yeah, be killed. Yeah, and, and you made and some notes about that. Uh, <laughs> soldier with bright light in cure cave. <laughs> sure, cure. Uh, and 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 you wrote down wet apes smell terrible. Um, giant gorilla on horse. I mean, that was human child should be packing heat in this world. <laughs> Brain dead, angry military cliche. So emotional. It's an inside joke. Convenient tunnel is convenient. <laughs> Escape from Monkey Island. Escape from Ape Catraz. <laughs> Ape Poral Verse Nun. What, what is that? That's, this is even I not even legible. I don't know. I honestly don't remember. Movie is greater than it has any right to be. <laughs> And that's the thing about that's these it. films, and that's they, that's it. That's they, all from they Brandon's are notes. So much great, like it, there it, wasn't that bad much bad crap in the movie to talk like talk trash about. It was actually. I'm really, really glad good. that you take those notes though, because I learned <laughs> so much from them, and I'm going to continue to do it when we talk about it on Nerdy Show. <laughs> Frankly, I, I love that Escape from Ape Catraz. That is fucking fantastic. <laughs> Like, yeah. seriously, though, these movies are so goddamn good, and they have no right to be. They have no right to be. No, it should people, just be a crappy CG movie, and in 10 years, it, it you know, the CG probably won't hold up, even though it was really good. But well, people don't get away with showing this level of, like, emotional complexity and artfulness in a major motion picture. It's a very emotional, tragic, moving there movie. Is, there is a clip going around right now uh, 
more famous or more popular because of the second thing. Uh, Andy Serkis was on uh, the Late Show with Stephen Colbert not too long ago. Are reading he, like Donald Trump? Quotes. He read Donald Trump quotes as Gollum, and it's fantastic. But the first <laughs> half of Christ. that, no, the first half of that is them talking about the performance capture that went into the movie, and there was a proof of concept that they did where it starts. It's to show just how much of the performance is actually Andy Serkis is actually the the people in these movies oh to try to convince the academy of motion pictures to give that man a goddamn award it's a hundred much they acted the entire thing and then they put cg on top of him there's a lot of no there is this clip is him giving a speech that is essentially no it's essentially that i didn't start this war but i can finish it speech type thing and it starts with andy circus's face with the motion tracking dots on it and it pans and as it well as it zooms in on him they start to layer in the cg and you see just how much of it was actually Andy. And it's it's because I had even started to get disillusioned with Andy, Andy Circus because it seemed like he was starting to Traitor. take. No, no, it's it's more being loyal to the animators that he almost seems to be t- trying to take things away from by saying, no, it wasn't them. It was me. Uh, but this reminded me that, no, the dude is a good actor. He might be a little pretentious every once in a while, but. That was some fucking good that shit. That wasn't his voice, though, in the movie, was it? Yeah. yeah. That was actually his voice? He yeah, did he's a voice actor as well. Nice. Well, I couldn't tell from Gollum. <laughs> Gollum. <laughs> so, yes, if you Go haven't see... seen these movies, see these movies. Go see this film. Yeah, it was, and it, then... it was, actually, it was actually a really good movie. And I'm, I hate monkeys ever. I, I grew up playing Star Fox, and if the crew of the Great Fro- Fox hates apes they hate monkeys they want to kill them all and that is my perspective on things too because they raised me uh but but <laughs> but it was a good it was a decent movie you got, the, you got papa fault, peppy yeah i can't fault the the movie it was good, it was good. <laughs> i mean if they used a different animal would i like it better yeah i mean if they're all like cool fox people that'd be badass but they'd be cooler they wouldn't suck like apes but yeah like you wouldn't you <laughs> wouldn't have war for the planet of the of the foxes you would just have all of them working to sit work their way into sales positions yeah i mean and, and take over wall street yeah they would they would thank you <laughs> now there there may be a fourth movie um i mean well actually it's been confirmed there's going to be one is it gonna have the same team i don't that that information is not out there is it going to be like are we is it actually a remake of planet of the apes this yeah, time because at this point it's certainly they You're certainly kind of could that, make that yeah. leap, or they could tell a new story about survival. But it might be it might be time to loop it back around. But they already did Planet of the Apes with Timothy Button, the director. <laughs> yeah, Tim Button did um, with Mark Wahlberg. Yep, yep, Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Will, Wahlberg. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, and, and that was a classic, right? Yeah, it was a masterpiece. It sure was. <laughs> and I have a love hate relationship with that movie because it's a it's a it's a bad film, but it's got really good art direction, set design. Which movie are you guys talking about? <laughs> Planet of the Apes? The, the Tim, remake. The, Tim Burton, the, the Timothy Buttons remake. Planet of the Apes remake. Tim Burton's. With Mark Wahlberg, Chris Christopherson. It's not worth seeing what? at all. It is. You, don't, you forgot there's, this happened. There's one with Marky Mark in it? Yeah. yeah. There is, yeah. Oh. It was a late 90s, early 2000s uh, uh, Planet of the Apes remake of the first film. Okay. It's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Though the art it's direction got, is primo. And it's it's got some really good performances from like Michael Clark Duncan as a gorilla and Tim Roth as, as a chimpanzee. Johnny Depp wasn't in it, was he? He might have been hmm. under prosthetic somewhere. It's hard okay. to say. It also had Helena Bonham Carter as oh, it herself. did, didn't it? Okay, yeah, as herself, That's yeah, fine. as herself, the monkey. Well, I couldn't really tell. She could have shit. That was her. He can't make a movie without her in it now. God. Well, they were they, married. He can now. I don't. You don't put they your fucking divorced. wife in your own movies. He did for years, well, and he, then they got divorced. Well, now he should put her only in terrible roles. He did. Oh wait, <laughs> he set <laughs> her up why. for failure. <laughs> <What> a terrible <laughs> marriage. 
and, and next week we get Valerian. The Luke I'm, that's I'm, next week. The yeah. one, the one that apparently, because of some loopholes in terms of how the film was made, literally cannot fail. What? I mean, it can fail. No, it, it can't. Be, it could be terrible. But it's not going to lose money. How? It was. It looks like just like they spent so with much various, on CG. I know, but with all the grants and there are articles about this, and I I have not read ah, any of them. Taking advantage of the Parisian uh, franc. Yes, system of, of artfulness no pretty much pretty good much. it is a 182 million dollar movie that cannot lose money yes it is it is what happened if good. uva Bowl was a decent filmmaker as mm. well as a a very clever businessman here's my problem with valeria or valerian or whatever the fuck it's called whatever valerian route that puts you to sleep fifth element is a great movie yeah because it uses cg but also has lots of cool like puppets and things like like practical effects mm-hmm. yes this is just a hundred percent cg with two male characters, or sorry, two human characters, the actual well, actors. Well, back when and Fifth Element was made, you could do stuff with puppets that you was a can. lot more difficult to do with CG, and now we've advanced enough that you a lot of times you can't tell. And no, I'm going to go ahead. No, I'm going to point out. That's not true at all. I'm going to point out, Brandon, that you just we just got done talking about the absolute glory that was War for the Planet of the Apes, and in two years it's going to look like crap. Will it? But if you go back and watch Will Fifth it? Element minus the CG elements, the puppets and the the like aliens look fucking fantastic. But Jurassic Park holds up, including the CG, and that was done. In yeah, the I don't know how. That's weird. It's it's not a level. It's not the level of technology. It's how you use it. And if they do it well, well, I guess the lighting is the biggest part. If they do it well, it'll look just fine. I don't know. And they might do it well. We'll have this conversation in ten Besson. years if we haven't been nuked yet. I mean, it's it's Luc Besson. He's going to make a movie that's got a lot of weird-looking CG, and it's not necessarily going to look the most realistic because it's not supposed to. It's supposed to look kind of campy, and you're going to watch it, and you're going to love it because it's Luc Besson. All right. I just think, like, puppets and Muppets and things are just well, way cool. And I agree. And, you know, Ryan Johnson, director of Star Wars The Last Jedi... I mean, could you imagine Dark Crystal or Labyrinth remade only CG, which is better? <clears throat> I mean, obviously, the CG one. There's, I mean, there's still, <laughs> there's still a great argument for practical effects, and uh, I was at the press junket for... Valerian at last year's Comic-Con and the actors were saying how weird it was to be, you know, acting against yeah. nothing. I mean, and, hell, and that, the Force that was Awakens. a red flag for me. It's, it discouraged me. The Force Awakens. Tons of practical effects. And, and even more in The Last Jedi. Yeah. So, so at this point, we're going like back on CG now. We'll see. Mm. But I'm just see. worried because of like, it's just nothing but CG. I'm not going to feel anything. You might not. In my loins. I mean, K- K- K2SO was basically 100% CG, wasn't he? No. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Alan Tudyk was on set on right, the whole time. I know, but they replaced him with yeah. CG. Guys, I don't know what it, a K2SO is. He was on Rogue they, One. They did the same thing with him in iRobot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but the, the point is that there's a performance there. And I, I don't, don't and, and from, what I, from what I was told and from the pictures I've seen, there wasn't necessarily a performance in, on the set with the human actors. For I, Valerian. I, I, my, admittedly, Luke Besson's track record is is not the best for me right now. I still love a lot of the. Uh, movies. Lucy's great. I have such I, a problem with them using. Well, Lucy's based on a flawed premise and exactly. a widely known flawed premise at this point that you know we only use ten percent of our brains. That's we been use debunked. far less. Yeah, zero. Got it. <laughs> We've been that's been debunked for for years now, but they still that was the big part of it, and it's just like. 
They're like, from the visionary mind that brought you Lucy. It's like, why? Why are you using that as a selling point? Yeah, why would you? Yeah, that's, that is weird. Is that what they're using to sell the trailer of the movie? Yes. <laughs> Ew. Why would they do that? They jump from why fifth not element. Fifth element. No, they do. They Subway. use fifth element. <laughs> Subway? <laughs> yeah, it's the movie he made. It's isn't it? an amazing. dollar foot long. No, no. no. It's an amazing, Lilo, amazing, film. amazing film starring Christopher Lambert. Everyone should see it. Oh, of course. Christopher Lambert. Luke old movies are amazing. The yes. Prof- the professional. <laughs> Leon the professional. Mop, mop, mop. They should say from the genius that brought you Leon the professional. They do. They oh, use okay. the professional, fifth element, and Lucy. Mm, but they're <laughs> so they why? The- yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> they, they, they leave like the transporter out, but go to... I, I don't get it. Wait, did he make the transporter? He wrote it. He did. Weird. With well, Jason he, he, Statham? He, 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 Luke Besson has written far more films than he's Did he write those abs? <laughs> he did, actually. <laughs> that amazing nice. uh, Jet Li, Bob Hoskins film, Unleashed, he wrote that. Oh, that's oh, a great movie. That was really movie. good. That's like the sequel to the Mario Brothers Danny movie. the Dog? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what... AKA, they, they AKA locked, Danny the Dog in yeah. other countries, yeah. That's they, actually a good movie. They locked John Leguizamo in a closet for a little while, and he came out as Jet Li. Yeah, I mean, that's how you get a Jet Li. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you... Yeah, that's, you know, how, that's how you force the evolution. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> like, oh, Pokemon, got it. Yeah, but you put him in there with a moonstone, you yeah. wait, dun, 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 I was dun, thinking something completely dun, dun, different. Dun. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about again? Castlevania. <laughs> yes, one more thing. One last thing. So much to talk about. Castlevania came out on Netflix. Much to our surprise, it was only four episodes long. And but, those episodes were only 25 minutes apiece. <laughs> but written by Warren Ellis, animated in a... What style of anime is that? I, I thought it was like an American studio, but I was maybe uh, wrong. Well, a, a style not too dissimilar from, say, a Vampire Hunter D, perhaps. Yeah, close to, yeah. close to. And uh, then uh, Adi Shankar, the dude behind Dread, the live-action mm-hmm. Judge Dread movie that didn't suck, uh, at, the, at the helm, this show was magnificent. Yeah, it was, really, it was really bloody. The characters swore a lot. Like, like it was straight violence and yeah. disturbing amounts the of conversation violence. about fucking goats that was great if you if you've ever read <laughs> a warren ellis comic like he's one of the, the you know the greats of edgy uh comic like pulp comic book writing like mm-hmm. transmetropolitan uh planetary um dr sleepless and he did he did the 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 gi joe animated series the like five the limited and the limited series right yeah he did so this it's it reminded me a lot of that. It's based off of ca- this this Castlevania series is based off of Castlevania three, which is the earliest in the timeline, the cr- I think. Yes, featuring Trevor Belmont and uh, a witch lady and Alucard, who goes on to become a main character, who becomes the main protagonist by the time you get to Symphony of the Night, and then also some kind of uh, a thief man who turns into a monster and then gets turned back and joins your party. But he wasn't in the show yet. Yet it has been confirmed for a second season. I really hope that we get more than four episodes this time. I feel like they were kind of hedging their bets, but it oh, was... that was legitimately the season. Like I thought that it was just they released four episodes, that was and it. then they're no, going to give us it. some more a little bit later. That nope. was it. But think about how quickly they produced those between when they announced this and when That's it actually true. came out. That's true. It didn't take too long. I really hope they just keep cranking them out because wow. That was <laughs> really good. This is based on. I think it's based on the third game. We, we, we just, <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, I, I was sorry. I was looking things up about Castlevania. And I, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> well, the discussion yeah, literally was just based on the. Th- okay, I was. You know what? I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie about it. I was looking something up, and I wasn't paying attention. And I, it really it was it was a fantastic four based episode. on the second game. A Super <laughs> Castlevania would have been great. Sorry. <laughs> 
the the fired like sterling adaptation of super ghouls and ghosts yeah. every step of the way right down to the polka dots on the briefs amazing <laughs> i i didn't think they were going to be able to pull it off but they did they did i was i was really impressed did you i think they based it on the third game <laughs> <laughs> now the the first episode was actually kind of surprising because it does not <laughs> yeah totally it, it doesn't like the belmont trevor doesn't show up until the last two minutes of the episode it's just about dracula it's just dracula and, and you know what there there um it's not my opinion but there were opinions online and I've, I've read many that the, a lot of people once they're like once we got past the first episode it was okay and I'm, what yeah and there, i see a lot of that on my feed and i'm just like i don't understand because people i guess the first episode is slightly different from the rest because dracula's the main character and like oh dracula's trying to be a decent guy now and, I'm, and i i love that dracula has like all the modern technology he's mm-hmm. trying not to be a dick and murder people and you kind of root for him actually yeah I mean, it, for it a while i was with, like yeah. this, this yeah, is great go, go dracula yeah and then and then your opinion shifts a little bit later. No, but. I still said go Dracula. He has every right to be a dick. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still kind of go Dracula. Yeah. He's a sympathetic <laughs> well, I, villain, and he is, he looks fucking fantastic oh, when yeah. he showed up in the fire as an animation nut. That was just fucking gorgeous That's to look great. at. I will say that you you can continue to sympathize with where he's coming from. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's so important. When do you get that? Very seldom is the answer to my rhetorical so, question. So I am kind of I I can't wait to see what happens when all the main characters meet, and you know how that situation is going to go down who's right who's wrong and it's nice seeing the actor who played uh thorin in the hobbit films play somebody i can actually root for and get behind <laughs> as opposed to in a terrible hobbit film yep <laughs> and I, when i was watching this like i was alone but there i was like i was talking to my screen i was like hell yeah you know like, it, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it provokes reactions from you because you're just like you don't expect this show to be doing what it's doing it's episode, constantly surprising you the fight in episode three was fucking gorgeous you got and i mean the animation looks great I think all the fight stilted. scenes are pretty gorgeous. Well, they're they're okay. Like the the fight scene in the bar in episode two is is oh, yeah, decent, right. but it's not. It's you can tell where they spent their money. Oh yeah. Oh Jesus and, and Christ! Yeah, and that's one of one of my biggest problems with, an, with anime in general is that it's so cheap. Like, the and then fr- there's like one scene like in this in the whole season that's like really yeah, like, good. The, like frame the, the frame rate the frame rate sucks, and you'll see these characters against these like pretty well rendered backgrounds. You'd be like, this looks sloppy. Come on, move your mouth a little bit more. Come <laughs> on. But Those when, lip flaps cost money, Cap. But when they do it, oh, they do it. And I hope Netflix, I hope everyone's watching the show. I hope Netflix is, you know, seeing this. I, well, I mean, of course they're seeing it. They're watching it very intently. But I hope yes. that, the, that the nerd populace is doing their due diligence and watching this Castlevania show, whether or not you have any relationship with Castlevania. Yeah, you don't really I didn't. need to know anything about Castlevania. No. I mean, I, I have had an interest and an appreciation for Castlevania, but it wasn't an intrinsic part of my childhood. I didn't yeah. discover Symphony of the Night it, until it I was world, significantly older. It world builds on its own. You don't need to have played it anything or have ever heard of it before because i don't remember about any of the games and i still enjoy it do you want to watch a cool gothic horror show that's simultaneously uh very dramatic and also fucking hilarious yeah yes if what, the answer is no. yes i don't like things that are good get out <laughs> <laughs> well i huh and it really did, you can did watch you step the, on yeah. me i did a bit <laughs> you, can, you can really you can watch the whole season in like an hour Two hours. Hour and it is. It is. It's only four episodes of twenty minutes. Twenty five. Twenty five minutes. Oh apiece. yeah, I guess it's roughly a half an hour. Hours. Yeah, a little less than two hours. You can watch the full season. Yeah, sit down to watch Castlevania the movie. The movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Straight to Netflix. You will not regret it. I'm almost surprised they didn't actually just release it as a movie as opposed to four episodes. 
Yeah. Yeah, they would have actually worked as just one. But now they can just keep releasing it as seasons. Yeah, yeah. but the, and the breaks in the episodes even were unnecessary. And how many times as kids did we watch like animated shows come out with like Gargoyles, the movie, and it's the first five episodes. Yeah. And then the rest true. of it's a I'm series. I'm gonna go ahead and try not to give a shit. <laughs> I'm just saying yeah, it's kind of as weird. long as it's quality and as long as they don't overextend themselves because <laughs> they stretch their budget thin enough for four episodes that's fine if that's if you know maybe audition car is like a really good producer and he was like this is how much we're getting all right we're making four episodes and they're gonna be four great episodes and we're still gonna have to stretch ourselves a little thin at, at times but it's gonna be worth it just wait till they get to episode three you guys it's gonna pay off good job you guys you did a great job you worked with what you had i think that's probably how it went down and <laughs> Maybe they'll get. We'll get an extra two episodes next season. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think next season is going to start with the drawbridge coming down, and then them crossing. And the it. creep. Well, don't forget <laughs> the creepy music. Yeah, it's going to be great. I also I enjoyed the platforming section of the second episode. Yes, there was platforming in it. It was so cool. <laughs> I, I'm still upset. There's no floating Medusa heads. Yeah, knocking them off. Of yeah, the, oh, yeah. I mean, he hasn't gotten to the castle yet, so we'll see. <laughs> Spoiler. Sorry. Taking us out is a track about planet of the apes this is the complete and unabridged planet of the apes by the band h2 awesome and i will say this this song much like these films is so much better than it has a right to be you think oh like it sounds like like a funny song about this film series sure why not it's a really good song about this film series i might listen to this song just for for pleasure not just for laughs like for like actual enjoyment as a song it's charming and it's funny and uh, maybe this will <laughs> help you help to inform you as to both what's come before in the Planet of the Apes film series and perhaps some semblance, though very different, of what may come after the war for the Planet of the Apes. Ook, ook, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> you can hear this and many, many, many more awesome tracks at nerdy.fm, our nerd music streaming station. Here is the complete and unabridged Planet of the Apes by H2 Awesome. Tony, that was Apesist. Charlton Heston Magnificent in youth Climbs aboard a starship To seek out the cosmic truth Awakening in space He's the last of the human race Come with me now to the planet of the apes Charlton Heston cynic amongst his crewmen became an astronaut to get away from humans and so it came to be the dreaded irony he gets his wish on the planet of the apes. 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 Come with me, I'll take you to the land of apes. Climb aboard a starship, I'll take you to the The planet of the apes Charlton Heston Well he had no other equal So James 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.